once again. Welcome back to Grashlin Party, the podcast with me, Grant, and my wife, Ashlyn. And music me. provided by the band Talk. Can't with year of self right there. Yeah, can't stop it. Don't want to stop it. Can't and stop just keep listening rock. to it forever. Can't stop this the is rock. the first podcast that you haven't started with the Mario accent. Oh, hello. Oh, it's a me. No. Red oh, Thank no. you so much for listening to the podcast with me and my wife. Uh, Borat, Borat, no. Borat voice and Mario voice. They are the same voice. All right. Yeah. I wish I could. Yeah. I wish I could eject you from this podcast. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But you love me. But you I can't. Think. No, I. Yeah, I do. But like, you know, so you're going to say, no, I don't. You were very close to saying, no, I don't. No, no, no. Okay. So here's the thing. This is this vamping. Okay. So you know how Canadians say yes. They say no. Yeah. That's a Midwest that's thing you, too. Yeah. That's yeah, like a common no, yeah. thing. No, like, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. No. And then how you and say no is. And if we no mean is, no, no, is you go, yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, no. Oh, you go, no, yeah, no. We just go, no, yeah, no. no. No, so I if you say no, something yeah. I disagree with, I go, yeah, no. So no, whatever I, go, I say no, first yeah. is a lie. Whatever I say first is a lie, and then the second thing is true. I'm it's like a I'm like a lie, sphinx yeah. that you've got to like beat with a, like a riddle to unlock my treasures. <laughs> hey, you know who else is a treasure? Is uh, our good wow. friend that we haven't hung out with in a little while, so we're glad to oh, have her back. So Allison Stevenson, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Hi, yes. Allison. Thanks for making some time oh, to hang out. Hi, happy to be here. How's yeah, your day welcome. going? What's well, up going, today? It's going all right. Uh, been kind of a lazy day. Yeah. Haven't haven't done much uh, productive things. And you've been pretty productive with the newsletter, the OnlyFans. I feel like every time I'm op- opening up social media, it's Allison's got a new thing out. So I feel like you're... <laughs> I feel like I feel like you deserve oh, a day of rest. Oh yikes! I don't know if I like that. I guess yeah. I hope I don't oh, come no. off as like a a pusher. No, 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 no. I think you're just at the top of my feed because I engage with your content. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's good. And also, like, I think it's good that you're. I mean, you're being productive in such a like stressful time. Like, I think it's amazing. I don't think you should Thank feel you. bad for that. Yeah, I mean, I, I, yeah. It's been hard. Like it's been hard to uh, stay motivated. Yeah. Oh, I feel I, this. I feel yeah. this constantly, yeah. constantly but, struggling with the motivation. Yeah. But I have like a, I have like a competitive kind of, and I hate this about myself, and I'm trying to work on it. But if I see other people are doing things, I'm like, well, I have to do it too. I can't fall behind. I have to keep up. Yeah. Yeah. And with it's the Kardashians. Like, yeah, I think exactly. What I've found is like during this time is like some some days I can it feels like normal and I can work, and then some days for whatever reason, like yesterday, I didn't do anything. Like I found it so hard mm, to function. Yeah. Um, yes, and I relate to that. Like I think part of it's because like no day feels like the weekend anymore. Mm, hmm. So every day is like a weird. I, have, I mean, time is just all strange now. That is true. Yeah. Yeah. I'll have like four to five days where I'm like unable to do like I'm lucky to get an email sent out. 
But then like the week, the next week, it'll be like working nonstop. Like I don't leave my bedroom and I'm just like on my computer constantly. So I don't know. It's weird. I don't know how it works. Um, You haven't, did you guys talk about your hamster last time? Your new hamster friend? No, we didn't. Uh, I don't think we've talk- we, we, haven't, we haven't gone into the hamster talk. This is my the content I crave. <laughs> like, oh, tell we us can talk about, about it. Tell us about Let's the hamster. hamster. What if I was like, I, what if I was like, that's off limits? We can't talk about my hamster. <laughs> I would the totally respect that. <laughs> I'd be say, like, yeah, you know, right. maybe you're saving her for a reveal, you know. Okay, so that's the other thing I was wondering. I don't know the name. I don't know the gender. I don't know anything about this hamster. Okay, well, uh, it's a boy. (laughs) Wow. I don't really, yeah. I mean, I don't think I raise him. I don't raise him as a boy. I'll just throw that out there. Okay. Uh, He's definitely raised with, you know, feminine sensibilities. That's amazing. Sure. What's, What's uh, What's their name? Uh, Skip. <laughs> yeah, you could absolutely have a gender-neutral, non-binary hamster. I think yeah. it's. I, I I don't know what the hamsters' preferences are on pronouns, but they will be respected on Grashland Party. Yeah, I love that. Thank yeah. you. He's so photogenic. He's such a good. He, sweetie. you know, it's fucked up because he is so like I loved my last hamster so much, Sandy. But he is so much more photogenic than Sandy ever was. Like, just a, the cutest. He's just so cute. Yeah. So smell. He's got that hamster smell. Listen, I can't. Not- I can't. I, I can't shame smell because it smells like cat poop here constantly. Right. 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 Um. Well, here's the, okay. He actually doesn't smell that bad, but the cage kind of smells. Uh. But he actually he smells fine. Um, it sucks though, because here's what I'll give for Sandy. Okay. Sandy was not as cute. She was still cute, but she was not as cute as Skip. Sandy was way more fun to play with though. Mm -hmm. Like Sandy was chill. She would let me hold her. She would crawl around me. She was so much more chill. And Skip is like a scared little bitch. He gets (laughs) so frightened. Like, Everything scares him, and it's really frustrating. And I kind of thought, like, after I've had him for like almost like seven, like a while, like almost a year, and he's just not calming down. Like he's just staying super hyper vigilant. Uh, so that's kind of frustrating. Is I kind of wish he was more like Sandy personality wise. But you don't you don't pressure. Uh, wait, I already forgot that. I already forgot the, the new master's name. Skip. Skip. Well, they're both S names, so I, 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 I know, I know. Track. I was like Sparky. That's not right. Skip. So, but you're not putting too much pressure on Skip to live up to Sandy. I not anymore. Or, like, is, do you like not pick anymore. him up and you're? Do you pick him up and you're like, your sister was so much more friendly. Yeah, that's gonna give him a <laughs> complex. He's gonna he's gonna feel so inadequate. But then again, maybe that'll bit. that'll motivate Skip to achieve artistic heights. That, well, uh, here's the thing. Yeah, I mean, here is why, sadly, Skip is actually quite male. Is that th- it's apparently that's like a male hamster thing. Like they're just more terrified and more scared than the women are, which you know I think is also just a general male thing. 
Skip doesn't have the bravado like a human male does to try yeah. and mask it. Yeah. Because I feel like female female way. hamsters, like when they're pregnant or like they have babies, don't they sometimes like eat the other hamster? I've heard this too. <laughs> yeah, when they when they have their babies, if you don't, if you keep the baby in there too long, it'll start eating its baby. Yeah, yeah. But isn't that true of women also, like human women? Like when um, they're, they'll, they'll yeah, start the baby in not, not in a literal sense, but maybe you could argue it in a. Uh, in a meta- metaphorical sense. Well, none of us would know. None of us are pregnant. As um, far as I know. I don't think I'm pregnant. My my friend uh, rescued a hamster during the pandemic. Um, Winchester Ham, uh, and Wowie, <laughs> that's his name. I, I feel like I. I mean, as a child, I feel like I was like, oh, cool hamsters. Um, I mean, my hamster when I that I had when I was a kid. Um, escaped and lived in the walls for like a month and then like came back and was never the same. Oh, like, you told me about this. That's amazing. It's amazing like, that he survived. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what he had to do there <laughs> to make it. <laughs> How did he eat? How did he yeah. drink? He needs water. Yeah. He was, yeah. I mean, that's a survival story. Anyways, but I'm getting a much greater appreciation for hamsters i feel like they're so sweet and so like easy and fun to like did you have hamsters growing up when when did you get the hamster bug allison i did have hamsters as a kid and you know i was like here's the thing i have i'm like very i'm like a hamsters rights advocate now where okay I really don't think they should be pets for children. Like, I think it's kind of fucked up yeah. that we market them as pets for children. Why is that? They are so fragile. Mm. And they really are, like, they seem like a very chill, easy pet to have. But not if you take care of them the right way. Like, if you're taking care of them the right way, there's actually a lot of upkeep. And, like, their cage needs to be big. And they need a lot of, like things to keep them from getting bored they need like stuff to chew on they need activity it's like it's actually a lot it's not just like you keep it in a cage and feed it every now and then you know like i almost in a way feel like having a cat is slightly easier than having a hamster which might be controversial you guys might might not agree with me on that i've never had a hamster so i don't know uh I, but I've cats are pretty recently. easy yeah because i think that the way pet stores kind of like market and sell hamsters is completely inappropriate for the type of care they need. Right. Like they yeah. need big cages. They're like in the wild, they roam across like large chunks of land. They do. They need big cages and they need a lot of what they'll, what these uh, pet stores will do too, is that they'll try and sell you like the tubes and stuff for them to climb up, which turns out is not that good for them. What they need more is horizontal space than vertical space. And all the cages are built like vertically as opposed to horizontally. Wow. Does. God, now I keep wanting to call the hamster Sparky. This is horrible. Skip. I don't do this with people skip. Too. skip. 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 Skip the hamster. Does mm-hmm. Skip the hamster come out of the cage ever? Does it get yeah, to free roaming time? Okay, I have like a little ball for him that he rolls around in. Yes. Yes. I he love loves the, the ball. 
Yes, the balls are great. He loves the ball. I also have like a little playpen. It's like a pop-up kind of playpen thing from Amazon that I have let him like, he just doesn't really seem to like it. He's always trying to escape it. But it's like this huge playpen thing where I put like a bunch of stuff in there thinking he'll like just enjoy the hell out of it for like an hour or whatever. I even have like a separate little water bottle feeder just for the playpen. And every time I put him in it, he's like just scratching and trying to claw out and like does not care about anything that's in the playpen. So I think I kind of just give up on that. How do their your roommates also get along with the hamster? Is there, is there friendliness or is it kind of just cool? Mm. Sorry, say that again. You're because uh, you you live with people, right? You have you have roommates. Are they I friends with, with the hamster? Roommate, one roommate. Oh, one roommate. I thought you had two. I don't know your living situation. <laughs> are you, are, are uh, you just with Alan? Yeah, it's just me and Alan. Oh, so, sick! I gotta ask Alan to be on here. I keep forgetting about it. Uh, but is he friends with the hamster? Yeah, you know, sometimes if I'm out of town or you know if I just I'm going to be at my mom's house for a few days and can't bring the hamster. He will feed him. Wow. That's sweet. Yeah. That's, that's nice. the minimum. What more could you ask for? <laughs> 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 yeah, that's, that's, yeah. No, it's there. That's fine. No, that's nice. That's nice. I just thought that would be funny. I know, I, I, so, well, sometimes with cats or wow, dogs, people will be job. like, you know, I don't, I don't have a cat or a dog, but my roommate does. So, you know, by proxy, I feel like I have a dog, and I, I just, you know, I don't know. You yeah. can't really speak for him. No. I guess I was just wondering what hamsters, their issues. Hamsters aren't really like that. They're they're too. It's too in private. Like, yeah, he's in my room. It's like not. It's a private yeah. pleasure. And Skip <laughs> especially, Skip is especially such a scared little bitch. As I said before, Wait, who's but- Skip? I thought it was Sparky. No, no. Oh, my God. All right. I don't know where you're getting Sparky from. (laughs) It just, he just seems like a Sparky to me, this hamster. (laughs) I mean, Sparky's cute too, but his name is Skip. No, I'm sorry, Skip. And here I was being like, oh, yeah, we're going to totally respect the identity of this. And then I just keep misnaming them. So, yeah. That's that's on Um, me. Well, that's, oh, that's so great. Um, So you have Skip, Skip, the hamster. Does uh-huh. Skip make appearances in uh, in your content? Uh, in the I haven't seen Skip mentioned in the newsletter yet, but uh, no. does he make appearances in the OnlyFans or any of the other content? Uh, I feel like I would get like banned if I had an animal in my OnlyFans. <laughs> like, oh my god, that's like crazy. it could it would be some weird fetish thing that I illegally so he, unlocked. Like, Here's the weird thing with with OnlyFans. Um, so okay. first, okay, okay. So first, I we found this like sexy Wario lady who was doing like a Wario themed OnlyFans. But then no, she's I on TikTok. Saw, what are you talking about? That that lady that I showed no, you? she also had an OnlyFans. Oh, where she okay. only posted like non nude pictures. Oh, mm-hmm. I see. But I also saw an OnlyFans where somebody was just posting like pictures of fans or and like plants yeah. and she was like I'm going to okay. use this to like but don't you like I feel like that's a bit weird like only fans I feel like that's just one. like yeah I mean jokey trying to do a jokey only fans it seems like inappropriate take the jokes elsewhere 
kind of. OnlyFans themselves are trying to make the website seem more mainstream and non-sexual, uh, even though sex workers, like, built the site for them. But, uh, yeah. yeah, they're yeah. trying to do that themselves. So, you know, it's like, I get it. I, I don't. I don't blame anybody who's on the site because they, you know, they just want to promote their art or be funny or whatever. It's like, I, I can't, especially during the pandemic, it's like, okay, get your money. But uh, definitely respect the fact that there are people on there who are doing sex things and, you know. Yeah, it was, yeah. it was built by sex workers. It seems like it's a, it's a platform specifically for sex workers to get paid directly. And that seems great. It just, it, uh, yeah, yeah. Using it for other things seems like kind of like I don't know, annoying. It's just a bit weird. Mm-hmm. I was just thinking of that recently, where I was like, yeah. Oh. I mean, it's like what you said. It's like there's Patreon. Like, why do you have to make it on OnlyFans specifically? Yeah, because it's like the hot new thing. It's like maybe it'd be like if somebody was like, I'm gonna sell my OnlyFans content as NFTs. <laughs> Which maybe yeah. is a good idea. That just came into my head, and I don't think anyone's anyone's done it. I've I've actually seen a few people mention that, like a few other friends I have who are, who are on OnlyFans. Um, is there like a pretty it, good community there? It seems it seems like I'm uh, not jealous. Isn't the right word? More curious, I guess, because uh, I'm not on it. And I'm not there are, subscribing to anybody. I'm in like a I'm group curious. chat. I'm in a group chat with a bunch of women who are in comedy who are on OnlyFans. Um, a lot of them aren't in LA, though. A few of them are, but most of them are like New York and other cities. So maybe it's just a lot of the not big on the LA comedy scene yet. That's interesting. I wonder why. But well, you're yeah, a pioneer. You're going in, you're getting in there early, which is probably good because eventually other people will certainly be doing it, I would imagine. I mean, I feel I like I got onto it pretty late. I feel like people have already been on it for quite a while. And it's been positive for you, right? I mean, like, that's at least my sense of it from your posts on Twitter yeah. and Instagram. I've seen that it seems like it's been like a, a really positive experience that you've been getting to know people and getting getting what you're yeah. looking for in terms of uh, payment and I, I don't know. <laughs> money yeah yeah it's been good to be able to pay my rent with it like it has definitely been a nice little side hustle I don't you know I don't think it's ever going to be like my main job I don't want it to be my main job I want to still you know succeed more as like a tv writer or tv show creator or something but uh for now it's like a really nice way just to like make money and it's fun I do enjoy it you know I wouldn't be doing it if I didn't like it because there's other other ways to make money, you know. So yeah, uh, I definitely it's fun, and I definitely especially now that I'm like I've been single for so long, and I've had no like sexual release that like yeah, it almost feels like it's like replacing sex for me in a weird way. <laughs> like that's I'm awesome. not you know what I mean. Like I'm not dating anyone. I'm not really flirting with anyone right now. So it's like you know it it's just my space to kind of like be like you know flirty and adored and horny and uh you know it's it's fun sounds great that's i was just talking to some friends today um because i found out one of my friends neighbors is in uh on seeking arrangement is like pretty heavily involved in it 
And we were all like, man, honestly, at th- like at this point, that sounds kind of fun. Like you get to say, mm. what's seeking daughter, arrangements? That's like, looking for that's looking for sure. like a sugar mama or daddy, or that's looking daddy for thinks. an affair, or which one is that? Okay. Yeah, and they were they're like, on it as like a sugar baby or a yeah. daddy. Yeah, that's all they do for work. Um, See, and- I would love that. I would love to get into that, but I know that like that world is so specific. Where it's like you really have to be a certain type of look physically to really kind of be a sugar baby. Yeah. Which it's is not like- as like OnlyFans is like, you know, it caters to everybody. If you have a fan base or like, you know, if guys like that sort of, you know, but it like the like sugar baby, sugar daddy thing is very like old school. I'm a rich old guy and you got to be like a young, hot 20 something in the very conventional way. Yeah. Well, this woman, I guess, is 40, which she lies about. Wow. Good for her. I know. I was like, man, I, we, were, we were all hearing about this. We were like, wow, this sounds like dope. Um, so we'll see if my friend gets involved <laughs> with that. Ashlyn, um, would you rather be a sugar baby or a sugar uh, mama? It's a good question. Um, I feel like, I feel like you'd be treated as a sugar baby, but go ahead. Oh, you f- I think I'd feel great as a sugar baby. No, I think you'd feel frustrated. I think you'd rather be a sugar mama. Yeah, I think I would rather be a sugar mama. I do think there's like I do think that there's something really because uh, I like very much like control in my like mm-hmm. general life, um, and I feel like that is appealing. I think. Um, to, yeah. to really like, I mean, obviously you have to be like wealthy or whatever. Um, I'm like wealthy or whatever. Uh, but I feel like the idea of being like a sugar mama with like, ha- they have to be handsome. I mean, it's the same thing as guys. Like I'm thinking just as grossly as men do, which yeah, is like, totally. yeah, I want like a man, like a, you know, a hot young man in a suit, I guess. Yeah. That's my suit. (laughs) Suit. Yeah, that's a weird thing to think about. Like I'm thinking of like like Christian Grey in that movie and being like, I'm a millionaire and like I'm gonna do whatever I want. That's a good first date question. Would you you rather be be a sugar baby or a sugar (laughs) mom? It's like a really question because I'm like really thinking about it. Yeah. Um, Maybe I should go on more first dates. Yeah. It's a great idea. You heard it here. I can go on first dates. There well, you go. Are you guys like uh, Polly now or something? <laughs> no, we aren't. Um, that's why I'm a sugar mama. Uh, okay, here's my other idea that I just came up with now. Um, it's an app where you get to... Okay, let me explain this app. <laughs> so okay. There are either questions you can ask or like questions you can answer. And the idea is that you're dating the app as a whole. So you have to decide. It's like crowd sourcing the perfect person. So basically, okay. Basically you might ask a question like, are you a sugar baby or a sugar mama? And somebody else will get that question in their app and they can answer it. And then Another person has to rate like, oh, I would be compatible with a sugar mama 
So it's all like crowdsourced. And basically it finds like the most popular version or like most popular. Okay. I'm, I'm going to go think you're inventing OkCupid. I think you're inventing (laughs) OkCupid. No, but the idea is that it's not a real person. Basically, it finds it finds the average perfect answer for every person. Like for like, say you run the app for six months, and then at the end of this six month experiment, it says, "Here are all the most popular answers. This is the is the most perfect person." Well, and you it can sounds have an like a AI lot of work. Create a robot face. It's and as appealing as that is. For those reasons, I'm out. (laughs) (laughs) No. Sorry. Maybe you'll find luck with uh, Mark Cuban or something else. Yeah. I mean, it's not useful. It wouldn't. No, it's like. Yeah. But it would create the most perfect robot man or woman. I feel like that's that's the real future is we're just going to all date and fuck Fuck robots. robots. Yeah. 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 Fucking robots. Robots will be fun. I was wondering if you had, uh, like, are you open to meeting somebody through OnlyFans who starts out as a Patreon of yours uh, or a patron of yours, rather? And, uh, like, is there any. It sounds like there's not necessarily prospects there, but is that is that a possibility? You think? I mean, I, you know, never say never, right? But uh, it just doesn't feel that way because it's like. A lot of these people, I don't know who they are. They're, like, pretty anonymous or they have, like, you know, cartoon profile pics and stuff. And, like, I don't think a lot of them even live in L.A. I think most of them are kind of, like, in other parts of the country. So it's just, like, I, you know, I wouldn't be opposed to it if one approached me and really made an effort. But a few have kind of been, like, I would love to take you out sometime, but it's very, like, horny, too, where it's like, so you could sit on my face, you know what I mean? It's not, <laughs> it's not, like, yeah. so I could get to know you better. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's really that all women right. want, is for you to, to say, like, hey, I want to sit on your face, but also get to know you better. Yeah. <laughs> In a personal way. Exactly, exactly. Um. That's so. Anyways, we've talked a lot about OnlyFans. This isn't OnlyFans. No, it's not. But I'm just wondering. I want to ask. What if a guy is like? Oh my uh, god! (laughs) In general, this is for your app, Ashlyn, to renew your interest in it. In this question, okay, I'm interested. What if a guy? All right. What if a guy was like, "I want to sit on your face." Okay. They they all say that. They all want to. Well, no, no, not you sitting on their face, them sitting on your face. Oh, 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 okay. I, I see what you're saying. Uh, n- n- no. Hmm. Deal breaker, <laughs> Ashton, you, you don't, you don't want a guy to sit on your face? No, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think so. Okay. I also find sometimes- You know, just looking for some role like, reversal. I don't know. Yeah, sometimes no, like the act of I like- fuck with that. Like asking like- like, wouldn't it be great if we could, I mean, it should just be like, hey, we should hold hands in a park. Yeah, all right. <laughs> That's my turn. <laughs> well, how's, how's the other parts of life going? How's the TV writing? Yeah, that's what I really want to know. How is your, how are you feeling in your real, I mean, OnlyFans is your <laughs> in real, real life. life. Wow. You know what I mean? Well, like other parts of your life. 
Um, not bad. I mean, like I was kind of saying before, it's, you know, good weeks and bad weeks. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm working on stuff. I'm, like, awesome. trying to... Yeah, I'm working on a TV show idea and uh, trying to... You had to, the like, amazing Audible uh, book? Oh, yeah. Podcast? Uh, like, pod- scripted so podcast. Like, thank you, thank you. Fun. Yeah, I can't wait to see... When I was listening to it, I was like, man, I can't wait to see more like fiction from you, in a sense. Oh, thank you. Uh, yeah. Ever consider writing short short fiction stories or a, or a book? Um, not really. <laughs> I've thought about, um, like, I don't know. Yeah, I think for fiction, it's more scripts for me. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I like, I've definitely wanted to write a book, but it would be nonfiction. I don't know. For some reason, fiction writing is just not my style. I like dialogue. And I, even when, when I try to write short stories and stuff, it just ends up being a script. Like, it just ends up being like pages of dialogue. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. I mean, why not make, yeah, I don't know. Why not make a whole, I mean, then it's like, why not just write a script, I guess. But there are a lot of um, benefits to that. That's really cool. Yeah. I I definitely feel like for a while I was like, but I have all this time in this pandemic, so I'm going to be super creative. But mm-hmm. I feel like I'm not getting inspired as much because I spend so much of my day like at home, you know? Yeah. So you're not like yeah. out and like kind of getting more delicious people juice in you yeah i mean i think this pandemic has just been so much more mentally at least for me this was the case like so much more mentally taxing than i wanted it to be if that makes sense like i i was kind of in i was in denial about it i feel yeah but it really has taken a toll and like you know, yeah, there's no inspiration. There's no, it's just a lot harder to be creative than. I agree. Speaking I, some of people mentally- have been productive during it, but I, I'm glad to see like more articles and more people talking about how it's, I think on the whole, been very stressful and Awfully. very difficult to like Honestly, access. I feel like those people are fucking sociopaths, to be honest. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm glad you said it. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I mean, if you think about it, it's like you have had no room, like, or extremely privileged to the point of, like, your life has been so nice up to this point that, like, none of this has affected you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Slash, like, yeah, you just don't, you see the tragedy all around you and you're just like, I'm going to keep writing or whatever. It's like, come <laughs> on. Yeah. That's, that's how I feel. I feel like I'm constantly grieving. There was there's shootings still. I mean, still as if they ever stopped. Uh, yeah, there's the, the. It's just it's a lot to process, even if it's in the back of your mind and not at the forefront of your mind. It's still there. Yeah, and there's exactly. like a little there's a little bit of oxygen in my brain now without Trump because I feel like that also was a huge part of the mm. pandemic too. Is just like on top of that was just like this tons of like just nazi shit all the time and just like being like can't think so stressed ah and trying to like think of some cutesy idea or some quirky funny take on relationships in script format was just not flowing as freely i did write a like thing that was directly about being 
depressed and meant and just struggling mentally in the pandemic. And I showed it to a friends and they were like, nobody's going to want this. <laughs> I was like, you're probably right. Everybody wants to forget about the pandemic and, and nobody wants to like have yeah. a show. That's I'm like already dreading. Show. There is going to be a lot of pandemic content and I don't think anybody's going to like it. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody we want to move past it. I think we, it's, I don't know it's why like, they even thought it was a good idea. Like, to have a pandemic? I agree. They should have rethought it. <laughs> um, they should. They should. They should have canceled I, I, that. Pandemic. I would not have. I would not have greenlit this. Yeah, that seems like a real quibby of an idea to me. This pandemic. <laughs> oh my god, Quibby! Quibby came and went in this whole pandemic. R.I.P. 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 Quibby. Speaking of trash, um, what? Who is speaking of trash? Quibby. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, well, no, I was going to say, so Allison uh, and I, uh, to our viewers, uh, used no to viewers. enjoy watching. We have listeners. We don't have I viewers. Know. Yeah. Did you watch any of this season of The Bachelor? It was you so know, boring this season. Yeah, it was extremely boring. I couldn't stay engaged. I missed a lot of episodes. Um, but at the same time, I've actually, it's so funny. I've... This is like the least amount of The Bachelor that I've watched, but also the most I've talked about The Bachelor with people, if that makes yeah. sense. <laughs> I feel you. Yeah. There were some like controversies. There's always, there was the Chris Harrison controversy and who he picked. And oh, then he yeah. Did, there was no proposal. Jack and he's out for good. He's like never coming back. Yeah. Which and there's like they were That is pretty fascinating. It seemed like they were like just waiting for something with him of like, all right, we have no... I, like, I feel like he's been on the chopping block for a while with how quickly they axed him. Maybe. I don't know. I, it's, it's just, I don't know. I don't, I thought. The again, I don't, I don't. Oh, really? Because he's just an institute. Like he is the show. Like he is more than just the host. He also, I believe has a lot of decision-making power. Doesn't he Ashlyn? Yeah, I think, I mean, I think he's been like the, the way he asks questions and like brings the show forward, I think is going to be interesting with how they deal with not having him because he is so much a part of like the producer's evil plans usually. Yeah. Um, so I don't I know. It's going to be interesting. Like I, I think personally it's exciting to see the show change or at least try to like go forward. Um, but I'm curious I almost am just like, oh, I just want them to make a better version of it. You know? Yes. It, it's very interesting because it could like, it shouldn't, it's, it's tough because it shouldn't lose its magic. It shouldn't lose what makes it so equal parts trashy and like corny and predict, you know, like it has to have all these really special elements to keep it what it is, but it still has to acknowledge that like, we are not living in the year 2004 anymore. <laughs> like yeah. times are changing and we need to be, you know, like it's get it's still thinking it can get away with a lot of things that it got away with like 20 years ago. I like have always preferred bachelor in paradise more. Yes. Um, and I feel Same. like, yeah. Is it like, year? It's way well. This is the problem. This is why this season wasn't good, is because he wasn't horny at all. Well, okay. Here's where I defend him because he, I felt for him. I. It was a very boring season. 
he was very boring. But I also could just feel how much pressure he was under. Like, this must have been a very... First of all, I don't think he even wanted to be The Bachelor. Uh, yeah. My my feeling is that he kind of got sucked into it and was like, all right. Because he was only supposed to be a contestant on Claire's season. And then got swept into being The Bachelor. And then to be like the first Black Bachelor, mm, I yeah. there was a lot of, a lot of pressure, pressure. A lot of pressure there for him. And I think he was just so scared to say or do or make the wrong move that it kind of like paralyzed him a little bit. You know what I mean? There's definitely like a damned if you do, damned if you don't aspect to it. It, That's uh, a really, you should write a a few episodes that I saw too. It did, it did seem like he was quite reluctant um, to be there was the sense that I got in the, in the bit that I watched of like, but I, I, and, and also like actually one of the ones I watched was where some random woman who didn't make the cut initially, but wanted to be on there. So she showed up out of nowhere and like, it was, yeah, he was just constantly being tested with like, all right, I, what's what, what is like the responsible or like high character thing to do here? And it seemed like he was kind of always looking for that, which is good and admirable, but for yeah. maybe the show, it, it makes it less interesting. Is that a good take? Yeah. I mean, it's interesting because this, this is a show where, the bachelor is, or the bachelorette are always supposed to be like the ones who are the least exciting. They don't start controversy. You know what I mean? Like it's always like the contestants going at each other or like saying things, you know, usually it is just like, watch what the contestants do. So the bachelor or bachelorette can kind of just stand there and, you know, react. Yeah. Um, but, and you, you know, Usually they always are pretty boring. It's not just Matt. <laughs> yeah, they're usually like, I feel like they're almost like a stand-in for the audience. Like it's supposed to be like, what would you do if somebody Yeah, said that's this? A, actually a very good way of putting it. Yeah. But I think that that's where I wish the show would lean more into ha- having more seasons like Bachelor Winter Games or like Bachelor in Paradise where the more fun is like how all these people are interacting. Mm. Um, I mean, let's return to remember that like few years where there was like so many multi-people dating shows. Like it was like big brother. And then that show temptation Island. Do you yeah, remember that? Actually, Temptation Island is back. <gasps> is it? Yeah. It's on USA. <laughs> Season three right now is currently airing. Oh my god, that's all I'm gonna watch now. Wow. Oh, it's great. I it's I think it's a really good yeah, no, it's good. It's it's almost got like bachelor level like corniness to it. Uh but it's like a little hornier, which we all like. Yeah. We want it to be hornier. Like that's like I think Yeah. I feel like the bachelor is fun when it's I mean that's we just want them to 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 be horny with each other because it feels yeah, the bachelor is still very middle america they're still very like we got a lot of fine christian women mm-hmm. watching the show who can't you know it's it's has there weird. been a jewish bachelor no no i don't think so because well, it is, it is 
very the controversy Christian that, that was that, that the, the last season. It's very Christian. Very, there was a very weird moment where this guy got sent home because the girl was like, "Hey, um, we just don't have values that match up." Okay, bye. And he was like, f- like third or fourth, and everyone was like, "Wait, what the f- like fuck just happened?" And then you go online and it's like, "Oh, he wasn't Christian," but they yeah. like, didn't flat out say it. And I think that that's like, I'm curious if the Bachelor will actually bend to the left leaning audience, like the vocal left leaning audience, or if they're just going to be like, well, middle America is like what we want. So let's just keep doing this. I think middle America is what they want. They don't want. Yeah. They want to, and you know, middle America is the biggest. I think they know that most of like people like us who watch it kind of watch it more as like out of guilt and like a hate watch even but middle America watches it with true, like, oh my God, I love this show. And I'm really like into these people sort of a thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's just a, like, it's weird to like, I, I got a notification on Facebook that like, basically it's been five years of me watching the show. Like straight. <laughs> and I was like, like new people in Ohio Jesus that watch it. Maybe I was just hanging out with different people, but I didn't meet. It was, it was in Los Angeles that I started meeting people who were like, really into the bachelor i guess just you but i feel like before you even Ashley. yeah um yeah i feel like people watched it the problem with the bachelor not the problem but it is really addictive like mm-hmm. i have had friends tell me oh i would never watch that and then a couple years later they're like oh i watched it and now i've been watching it every day like it's very like every day <laughs> every <season>. every day <laughs> There's a lot of content to catch up on, I guess, if you want to watch every past season. There are a lot of episodes, yeah. You know what I've been enjoying is on Hulu, between when it was, like, coronavirus time, uh, they made, like, season recaps that are one episode. They're so fun. Because basically, watch the whole season in, like, one go. It really is, like, the show is so repetitive and, like, like, so much... So much of what happens is like so uh, not important to the end of the, you know, like you really could if you wanted to take the bulk of every episode of the season and just take out like the important scenes from every episode, it would be like an hour long. Yeah, it would be an hour long. And that's what they made. They made these things (laughs) where they like just bring you through and they're like, here's the villain. This is some stuff she did. Here's the person we liked. And then here's who won. Exactly. Bada bing, bada boom. Yeah. I that's like it, baby. I, yeah, that's it, baby. It's like all then there's like the Snyder Cut where it's like four hours <laughs> every night. Oh my god. Snyder cut of The Bachelor is uh, yeah. a very go. very good idea. Um, then you gotta do the Justice is gray version where it's all in black and white. Oh wait, what's they that? They just did that with this well, they just released a new version of the Snyder Cut but it's in black and white. The whole thing? Yeah. Oh yeah, that's my right. god. That's yeah. so it's the same movie. It's just now all in black and white. What do you mean? You loved it. You had a good time watching it. Yeah, but I wouldn't watch it again in black and white. That's no, weird. That's what you think. That's what you think, baby. That's what you think. I you say that now. Did you watch it already? 
Uh, no, I queued it up and then I skipped around just to uh, see if anything was different. But no, it's just the exact same movie, but in black and white. What else are you watching that's good? Uh, Allison, have you seen anything good, trashy or otherwise? Oh my God. I have been watching so much Law & Order SVU. <gasps> I love that show. Oh it my is, God. It's the perfect show. It's very soothing in a weird in way. In a weird you know, way. Yeah. I assume you write comedy scripts, uh, Allison, but have you ever considered writing like procedurals or something? Kind of. I mean, I kind of am now. Uh, oh, really? I mean, yeah, yes and no. I mean, okay. I don't know. Yeah. I'd be open to it because it's just so much fun. That's something I think about sometimes is like, it, it, I wonder if it would be more fun to write like a kind of funny, kind of cheeky and quirky procedural rather than like an out and out comedy. Because we were talking with um, our friends Claire and Brendan the, uh, a week ago or whatever on this pod about and that they were, she was making the point that like, well, what even comedies are there that you'd want to write for? There's like three true comedies on TV and the, the, a lot of it is dramedy or it's like comedy and name only. And I was like, yeah, I guess that's a good point. A lot of the things that got me interested in TV writing, there's not really community or 30 yeah. rock or things that I thought I wanted to write for. Uh, when See, I was I'm the opposite. Starting- I'm the opposite. Yeah. I don't think I would have ever wanted to write for a show like, you know, like 30 Rock or whatever. I, I'm i not a fan of like, I don't know. I, I, I really am learning more and more that my tastes are like probably more in the realm of dramedy than actual like full on sitcom or comedy. Gotcha. Or actually, I would Let's... probably write for a sitcom. Like I would write for a show like Frasier. Sure. The I mean, as if, as if I can like, pick uh, and choose. <laughs> I'm not right. being offered well, any of these. Well, so, oh, I, like Frasier. something I've been trying to figure. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead, Alice Ashlyn. What were you saying? Oh no problem. I just said Fraser doesn't exist anymore, so you can just make. Well, it. not not with that attitude. Although no, it's coming back. Yeah, that's what, what I'm saying. Yeah, it is. And They're it's gonna. It. I can already tell it's gonna be awful, but I can't believe it's, it's coming good. back. He's much more comfortable being a Republican now than he was before, Kelsey Grammer. So you know that Frazier's going to deal and have some thoughts on cancel culture. You just know it. But that's not Frazier. Oh, the reboot Frazier, though. We'll see. Yeah. Well, so my question to you is, like, what is a, a show that's on now that you feel like is like a tonal ideal for like like what would be like maybe the dream show to, to write on? Because I don't um, know that I have one. Uh, aside from maybe my best answer to that, my own question would be the Royal Gemstones, maybe Rick and Morty, maybe, but I like it's, I, I struggle to think of what would be a good, mm. what, what would be like my dream show to write on. That's not my own creation. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm kind of on the same boat as you, but I, here's the thing. I have not watched one episode of this show, but everybody tells me, it's the kind of show that I should make, aka. So that's probably the kind of show that it's probably the kind of show that I would like to write on is Fleabag. Oh, oh gosh, you haven't seen you Fleabag? Be... Yeah, I mean the show doesn't exist anymore because it was a two-season British uh, thing. But oh, uh, oh, okay, well, whatever, something yeah, like I that. Mean, you should watch yeah. it. I think you would like it. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure I would. We'll, I just we'll, don't have we'll, it. We'll add to that, of course. Yeah, that's fine. 
uh, it's that one started as like a one woman show. I don't even know if there was a writer's room for that. Maybe there was, but uh, I think that was like all her. Yeah. See, I love those origin stories and slash hate them because it's like, you know, like how Lena Dunham like sold her sold girls in a room on like half a page, like write up or whatever. It's like, I, it, it just, it just shows really how fucking random this industry really is. And it really is who you know. Like, there's just like, so much of it is not based on talent. <laughs> so oh, much of it, you know, and it's just like, when I hear these things, it, it both, it has this amazing ability to both help me feel like more motivated and less motivated at the same time. Cause it's like, I don't have connections. I don't come from wealth. Like in a lot of ways, I don't have like the kind of, you know, pull that like someone like Lena Dunham or this flea bag girl got, but at the same time, it's like kind of nice to know like, wait, but you can sell something and not have like a hundred thousand Twitter followers. Like, you know, like you don't need necessarily to have the things that I think in the comedy community we tell ourselves we need. Like you need a bunch of followers. You need a lot of social media engagement. You need this and this. And it's like, oh, you could just like have a good idea. And like, you yeah, know, not, I don't know. I don't know that the Twitter thing is true anymore. If it, I mean, it, I think it was true perhaps once maybe, but I think it's really overstated. I think it's something we just tell ourselves to allow ourselves to stay on a platform that is probably bad for us in our brains. Yeah. Look, I fall for it all the time. I'm always like, I need more, I need more followers. I need this. Why isn't this tweet getting more retweets? Like, why don't people engage with me as much as they used to? Like I get in my own head about social media all the time. And then I have to like stop myself and be like, but okay, you're not, you're not doing this to be a social media star. Like you're not in this to be Twitter famous. And I feel like Twitter has even like probably made my growth worse because I concentrate too much on it when I should just like be focusing on the work I want to make, you know? That could be, I don't know. It's hard. hard. Yeah, but I know. I know exactly what you're saying, though, of like, yeah, it's it's both encouraging and discouraging to see uh, to see those examples. Yeah. Right. Um, um, I have a fun law and order anecdote. Oh, please. Please. When I was in high school um, in the 10th grade, I had never been on a date and I wrote this one act play for them to do produce in theater and very importantly, the main characters, the girl was like dating someone. She was supposed to be in college. And she was like, all I want to do with you is I want you to come over and we can watch Law and Order together. together." Because <laughs> that was the idea of what a date was. I was like, I mean, yeah. that sounds like a pretty good date. Yeah. I, yeah, not bad. Yeah. But it was like so. that date? Like, are we supposed to laugh at that? Like, you're supposed to, like, oh, you idiot. A what, little what bit. I mean, why was I so? No, what are you talking about? That's a fine about Law and Order. <laughs> you liked Law and Order, and you wanted someone. You wanted someone. Why do That's you think true. you deserve shame for just wanting people to enjoy the things that you enjoy? That's what's really wrong with you. No, oh, come on. That's true. You're fine, is what I'm trying to say. Okay, all right, Ashlyn, I will shame you. That was dumb. It's pretty dumb. It's pretty dumb. Ooh, Allison, will you shame me now? Um, yeah, I would love to. <laughs> <laughs> this is great. This is all I want. 
Well, wow. you should keep talking, and then I'll find something to uh, shame you. Right. Shame you for. Well, what I'm what I'm gonna say is that it's it's been uh, nearly an hour, which is uh, the podcast length uh, by law that's been decreed. Uh, so we're gonna start wrapping it up now. So I guess my I have two final questions for you. My third final question I already asked, which is, will you shame me? Uh, my <laughs> my two questions for you are: is one, did you have a I, do you feel better or worse for having spent the last 50 minutes with us? Um, I feel better for spending it with Ashlyn, not with you, you piece oh, of shit. shit. <laughs> yes, thank you. God, I need this. Can I hire you for this? If, if you do this on OnlyFans, I will 100%. No. And you've no, probably no. heard that before, too, of like, you should be a dominatrix. I probably just everybody tells that to everybody, every female comedian, so sh- I should shut up. Uh, no, no, I've, I've, I've heard it a few times. I mean, I've done it. Uh, oh yeah, so, that's right. I forgot about that. That's why it's in my brain. It's not for me, but you know, I definitely have dommy sensibilities. I just, I don't really like, uh, a lot of the theatrics, you know? Yeah, I understand. I'm, I'm not really into the whole spanking and like, oh, you've been a bad boy. Like, I don't like any of that. <laughs> I don't want to be spanked. I just want a woman to be mean to me more. Um, well, you got Ashlyn right there. It's yeah. hard to be mean. <laughs> you see what I deal I can't, with? I can't you even see that. I mean. <laughs> it's not really part of our culture. Canadian <laughs> Canadian yeah. dominatrixes are like, oh, you you've been just okay this week. You've been <laughs> an okay boy. You could do better. Oh, I'm sorry. I believe I'm, in you. I'm so sorry. They're just—they're an American motivational speaker, as a Canadian dominatrix. Uh, wow, that's a good. There one. it is. And Allison, my final question to you is: uh, as you know, we don't edit this podcast at all. So, uh, do you agree to release this as is with, uh, with I don't know, whatever, uh, it and uh, into the world with your name on it, or should we delete it? And should I stop doing this podcast altogether? It's kind of. <laughs> Wait, I mean, I guess. I don't think, did I say anything that you think would- Grant, uh... you always ask that question and it makes people nervous. You need to rephrase no. it. How should I rephrase it? I don't know. Uh... I just want people to, I want people to know they have the option to delete it. Yeah. That they're not committed to it, but that it will not be edited. I just want it to be known. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I think that's fine. All right fine and uh should i delete should i stop doing this podcast altogether what do you think um are you enjoying it i I don't know i'm enjoying it i had a good time with you this was fun so yeah i mean if you're having fun then why stop i don't know (laughs) for who wants to be freed yeah do you want me to tell you to stop yeah (laughs) so you should stop you should not do this anymore why? What did I do? Because <laughs> I think you want to stop. No, I want to keep going. Oh my god, I'm the worst. I'm so insufferable. See, you are. This is where. I- yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Wait, who said you are, Ashlyn? Yeah. Yeah. There we go. That's See? The she can be mean. She can do it. She can do it. Why? I. This is something to talk about with my therapist. Why do I need to have women be mean to me? Why? Why does that put me at comfort? That's. Oh yeah. boy. 
Yeah, I hope my mom doesn't listen to this one. All right, folks, this is uh, this is the pod. This has been the podcast. Uh, links to Allison Stevenson's work is in the description. Talk Time is the name of the band that provided the music. Ashlyn Anstey's the co-host. Grant Pardee is me. The podcast is produced by our eight cats, Prince Milo Moose, Zeus, Peanut Butter, Squeaky Mama, Nala, and Shadow. <laughs> That's all of them. That's all of them. And, and co-produced by uh, a hamster whose name <laughs> is... Yeah. Skip, of course. Obviously, it's Skip. I was about to say Skip. That's exactly right. And definitely not going to say Sparky. Goodbye. Bye.